It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to U105 of the best. Your roundup of the good and the great of what went on the airwaves this week on Northern Ireland's best mix, U105. Having one of those days at work? Morris and Denise asked the Breakfast Show listeners to tell us about what gives them desk rage in their offices, work vans and whatever else they do their jobs. Employers, cover your ears. So yesterday it was uh, it was in the papers they were talking about desk rage. Yes, twice a day. The latest uh, episode, uh, latest rage is desk rage. Yes. People have desk rage at their work twice a day. So then I was thinking, well, what if you don't sit at a desk? So, so what is your particular rage when it comes to your specific job? And you can be as sort of specific as you want. Yes, we want to hear from you all. You know, on the text, on the WhatsApp, 077 106 So, So give us your, your job and then something extremely specific to your job <laughs> that gives you job rage. Huh. You, text, you were asking for brain surgeons, right? Yes, well, I was mentioning brain surgeons yesterday. I was thinking, what would be their job yeah. rage? <laughs> like if the scalpel's in the wrong place. Or, you know, yeah. that's what it might be. Uh, 077 106 text or WhatsApp. You can stick your name on there as well. I'm kind of thinking in here, it's, it's, a, it's mostly a machine thing. Mm, you know, if, yeah. the, if the machines are misbehaving a wee bit. But there's only you, me, and Kiva here at the moment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the, if the machines are playing up a wee bit, then, but that's kind of, that's most jobs, I guess, these this day and age with computers and stuff. Yeah. But they have really played up on you recently. They actually just went black in the one day. Oh, they went totally black, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Luck, luckily, the, the, the one that plays all the audio, it was fine. It was okay. Yes. But all the other screens just went black. Oh, so yeah. An hour of us talking. Something popped in a different room. Yes. And I'll have yeah. to go and sort that out. But, uh, yes, it tends to be the machine, or whenever I do something stupid, but let's face it, it's pretty much a daily occurrence. You do actually, I've seen you say do to yourself. Oh, I get so, ang- <laughs> I get so angry. No. I get so angry with myself whenever I do something stupid. Yeah. Which is sad, as I say, far too often. We were talking about uh, desk rage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the things in your work that make you rage. And it was very specific to office workers, but we were thinking we should open it up wider. We should, To yeah. all other occupations. So we've been asking this morning, what's the things in your job, very specific to your job, the more specific the better, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, that really gives you job rage. Mm-hmm. Uh, so who was it? Was, uh, what was the name of the delivery driver yesterday that said... Oh, yes, that was Jonathan, the Amazon delivery driver. Jonathan, who yeah. was saying yesterday that what gives him job rage is when uh, people give off about the not putting the package where they say, mm-hmm. but where they say is either locked or you can't get near it. Exactly, like a garage. <laughs> like a garage or a shed, and yeah. they've left the garage or shed locked. So for Jonathan, sure what does he do? Exactly, yeah. what does he do? Uh, good morning, 
to who's this from this is from I don't know what really makes me mad is people moving my CPR mannequins on the floor with their feet says uh, John this morning who's a first aid trainer I going to say sounds like a paramedic don't move the mannequins with your feet they have feelings too somebody's just b- booting them in the bottom exactly uh, Big G the landscape gardener job rage with me is my apprentice keeping forgetting to recharge the batteries for the hedge trimmer oh so, blame the apprentice oh yeah <laughs> you should blame the apprentice uh, Stephen and Banger it's just simply common sense with my work colleagues or lack thereof good morning Stephen uh, most frustrating thing about uh, my husband's place of work is that everyone thinks doctors and nurses are the only people that work in the health service mm-hmm. this is not the case says Christy without the hard work of all the other departments and all the other people who work in the health service it would collapse you're very right yeah Jawbridge it's not just the doctors and the nurses no and uh, let me see who's this from this morning don't forget put your, your name on your message if you would please it's from Darren who says uh, his specific Jawbridge is Excel Ridge oh no Spreadsheet Ridge I don't even go near when that someone stuff. ruins a carefully put together Excel sheet with formula that takes info from everywhere to make life easier and then they just delete the formula do not delete the formula in Excel it's like in here there's a sign that says do not delete this, the U105 email in the studio here and every time you come in somebody has turned it off and Tommy Mac says uh, the thing that gives me jawbridge is my boss good morning Tommy I'm sure you're not alone <laughs> morning to the pup who's a cleaner he says I'm a cleaner one of my rages is when staff ignore the four bins in the staff room that have been sitting around and leave their rubbish on the tables or the floor Grr. good morning to Ali the teacher who says job rage for her is CPD training just because those up high says it has to happen do not realise how much marking and planning I have to do morning Ali job rage bus lanes says Sean the taxi driver morning Sean we're talking this morning a specific job rage rage that is specific to your job and the more specific the better mm-hmm. feel free on the text on the whatsapp 077-66-105-105 I may withhold some names here because I think this gets quite specific yes don't get us and bother more thanks uh, but uh, somebody's talking about one specific person who works in car sales uh-huh. and uh, at the, the very last day of the month they hand over 15 invoices just on the last day of the month when they could have had it in the invoices sort of through As the month and would have made the workload less for that person on the last day of the month. Yeah. There is no way they've sold 15 cars that morning. It <laughs> does my head. <laughs> there must be a reason they're doing that. They want to like outshine everybody on the last day or something. Uh, there must be gamesmanship play there somehow. Can I make uh, a point about what Sean said, Morris, about the bus lanes? Can I warn anybody driving into Belfast? I've been caught twice and I didn't know, so just be very careful if you're driving in the city centre because you very, very quickly go into a bus lane and don't realise it. What do you mean all... you've been caught? Did you get, did you get tickets or something? Yeah, I didn't. Re- yeah, you get it through the post. There's no, you don't know, there's like a camera takes a picture of you next thing is you get this thing through the post saying... You've what are driven... you doing in the bus lane? Well, I didn't know I'd gone into it, but well... I'd uh, well, thought, well, well, oh, well, I thought, maybe I did. Oh, oh. oh it was literally two seconds. Oh no, I'm in a bus lane. Get out of the bus lane. And the next thing is through the post. There's the fine, and there's a wee picture of your car. So just it's, it's kind of hard to miss the bus lanes now. I have to say. Do you know what? Like 
I'm sure I'm not the only person that has accidentally driven in that one at the side of City Hall. That's all. Yeah, well, that's the one. It's easy, Dolly. If you were texting on your phone at the time, probably. uh, Or if you're looking in the mirror, put the lipstick on. I'm joking, by the way. You weren't texting on your phone. No, it was not. No, you're meant to say, no, I was not texting on my phone. (laughs) No, I was not texting on my phone. Definitely not. But just warning. Um, The thing that gives me jawbridge is when you make a part specific to the specs supplied by the customer. So there's this like a machining kind of thing maybe turns on. Uh, And you know it's absolutely right by the specs that they've given, but then the customer says, no, that's not right. And you go, but that's the specs you give me. But the customer's always right, says Baz. Well, now, up to a point, if you've started making, like, it could be a beautiful piece of furniture or something, and you've finished it, and then they turn around and say, it's not right. Um, Jawbridge, I've been working for the National Health for 10 years and have never been given a car park pass. See, that's yeah. mad, especially in that, I mean, the Royal's mental yeah. for parking. It's just absolutely, don't know where you work, but yes. Um, let me see. Job rates, just in general, the crap that security guards have to deal with on a daily basis, says Joe this morning. Yeah. Good morning, Joe. Don't shoot the messenger people, please. That's not fair. Uh, I work in IT. I have picnic problems. <laughs> Problem in chair, not in computer. Oh, that's brilliant. So an IT person, whenever you say, oh, I can't do it, it's a picnic problem. That's a very clever A person one. sitting in the chair and not the computer. <laughs> We're talking job rage this morning. Things in your job that make you rage, specific to your job. I'll not go into too many details on this one, but mm-hmm. thank you, uh, Paul the Plumber, who says, whenever customers say uh, it's only a wee five-minute job, but then, in fact, their block toilet is... A lot blocked. Oh, no, 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 no. Stop, stop, uh, stop, 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 stop. Uh, so, thank you for that. Uh, parking rage in my job, says Fiona. I drive a minibus and cars always park in my spot. And it absolutely does my head in. Oh, can feel that one for you. The U105 phone-in came live from NI Chamber of Commerce and Industries Festival of Business at St George's Market on Wednesday. Among other local company owners, Lady Mary Peters joined Frank to talk about her own charitable trust. If you've just joined us, you're very welcome. We are live from St. George's Market here in Belfast. Lady Mary Peters is with me. Uh, Lady Mary, you expect to meet a lot of people at a venture like this. I wasn't expecting to see to see you. <laughs> um, you're obviously a special guest. No, no, no. We just have a stand here. We, um, I have a charity called the Mary Peters Trust that helps all young sports people. So we give bursary to 150 young people every year. So we have to raise money to give them the money. And we also want to highlight that we have events to raise money for the charity. So we have a table tennis table and challenging passes by to play young people who are very talented. And it's just lovely because it's it's bonding with people and, and there's so many interesting stands around. How, how impressed are you by where we are from a sports perspective at this moment in time? Because obviously we've no government and there's a big question mark over funding. Do, do you worry about maybe the, the arts, cultural, sports, those sorts of endeavours being sidelined? No, not at the moment because the media have changed their attitude to particularly women in sport and we have a soccer team that went to the Euros which is amazing The, gol- the uh, we've got great golfers that we've supported people like um, Stephanie Meadows and Leona Maguire we have uh, the rugby teams and the netball teams all doing well 
But sport in general brings people together, breaks down barriers, gives them fitness and health. And uh, we have people travelling all over the world representing Northern Ireland or Ireland or Great Britain. And they're the future of this country. So while they're doing positive things... I want to encourage them and support them. Why has women's sport been so successful recently? Is it partly, as you suggested, down to the media taking it more seriously, or have we just wised up to ability? I think we have the ability now that gives good headlines in the papers, and soccer and rugby are the greatest uh, growing sports um, in, in the world, never mind in Northern Ireland. And I think, you know, the... After the pandemic, people want to get out and do things positive. And the park runs and the 5Ks have got people off their cities and out running and walking and enjoying the fresh air. And um, I think that's all positive. In my day, there were very few of us, particularly women, taking part in sport. But I was privileged to have that opportunity and it changed my life forever. Yeah, I was talking to a young woman recently and she was playing soccer, she was playing rugby and she was playing Gaelic football. She was also a camogie player. It's incredible the number of opportunities that people have to get involved. But to be involved in four different sports, that's incredible. Would you encourage youngsters to diversify or to stick with one sport? No, I think if they don't try them all, they'll never know which one they're the best at. You know, I was never good. I played hockey but wasn't very good. I was strong and uh, and always played back. So I was um, useful on the field, but I wasn't a good player. But I realised that I had some talent in athletics and followed that. But of the five events that I did, the one I hated most was my best, which was the shot put. Very inelegant. (laughs) But you were very good (laughs) at it. But I was good at it and broke the British record 25 times. But, you know, I think uh, a lot of people that I meet nowadays didn't do sport in school, disliked it intensely, but have got into sport now. Because of the pandemic, they had to go out and walk or run, and they've got different attitude to it now, and it has changed their lives because it makes great friendship as well as feeling healthier and fitter. There's so many people who are bringing great news stories back to this part of the world. Obviously, the golfers, you've mentioned a couple of female golfers, also the Rorys of this world and whatever. But the likes of Kira McGee and Reese McTanahan, people like that. Kira's been one of our athletes since she was 12, and we love to see her progressing. And Kate O'Connor, who was uh, still the medalist at the Commonwealth Games in the heptathlon. We have uh, table tennis players, we have netball players, we what do, you, what, do you, what do you make of the boxers? I love them. I just love them. I'm not keen on women boxing. Yeah, but I, I, I don't it. know. If I had a daughter, I don't know if I'd want her to I box. Know. But I've watched women box. They're brilliant. Absolutely I know. They're very enough. skillful. Brilliant. Um, Adrian and uh, Michaela uh, Walsh are two of our favourites that we have supported along the way. And, and they just go from strength to strength and, and encourage the next generation. Are you keeping a watchful eye on the rugby? Well, I have. I've been very impressed. Hope they go far. Can you, can, you, can you see a World Cup coming home? It's possible. It is possible. It is possible. Don't predict and, and spoil it for them, but I think it's very possible. That's what the ad says. Think it, but don't say it. Let's yeah. hope Let's hope it can be done. This weekend's going to be massive yeah. against South Africa. There's one other thing I have to say to you, uh, Lady Mary. You know, I'm in and out around about the track because I don't live that far from the track. And I, I see your statue regularly and I see the young people who are, who are using the facilities. 
you look as fit today as you do with that statue. Oh, you're very kind. It's the truth. <laughs> I was 85, 84 in July, and I still get up in the morning feeling good and healthy and fit. Well, well done. Well done on it. Lovely, lovely meeting you again. Thank you. Uh, Mary, Mary P, as they say. Yeah. Lady Mary with us here on the U105 phone-in at St George's Market. A number of Carolyn's lunchtime listeners are still finding time to jet off on their holidays. But who's packing the bags? The Bisto heads let us know who's in charge of the flights and who's in charge of the flip-flops in their homes. Um, do you know what? Martine is all biz today because she's packing, getting ready for a holiday. Um, she says, can you play a wee song for me? It's my day off. I'm cleaning the house and then I'm going to start packing um, Danny and my cases for a holiday in 12 days. Do you pack his case for him, Martine? Do people still do that? Would he not know what to do with his case? Would he not be able to say, well, I'll wear those shorts and that top and we'll put those there. And then maybe the next day I'll wear maybe those, it might be cold, maybe bring a pair of jeans. I'll wear those jeans and that shirt and we'll put that there. He wouldn't get that. I'm sure he's not on his own, Martin. So your pack must be hard. I find it hard to pack for myself. Never mind to pack for two people. Um, so you're packing for him and for you. Well, at least you've got another 12 days to get it all sorted out, Martine. I'm sure there'll be a wee night out before then. Um, but what does he, what part of the holiday does he do? I'm curious, does he look after all the paperwork? So maybe this is the deal. Family, apart from weighing in, what are you doing? Looking after the passports, doing all the driving whenever you're on holiday. There's got to be a deal here somewhere, Martina. Yeah? I'm sure there is. And Paul in Lurgan says, Carolyn, a man's packing is basically a pair of shorts, two t-shirts and a pair of swimming shorts. Is that it? Why is that? I don't get it. I, I, I blame women. It's all your fault. You're spoiling them. Where they can't be bothered because you're doing it. Sure, it's a hateful job today anyway, packing cases. Who wants to do that? Nobody. You just want it like it be packed and magic yourself to the destination and then magic yourself back and all the washing's done. There's some people actually go out and do the shopping for their other half. Pick their clothes. Like the wee boys. Wee kids. Can't pick their own clothes. So the question is to everybody in the bistro, and I need to know, and I really don't understand it. For people who pack his or her suitcase, I'm guessing it's more often than not, it's probably her packing his. Is it A, because you want to help him out? He's busy. Is it B, because it's a hateful job and he doesn't want to do it? Or is it C, because he has no fashion sense and you need to dress him because, well, let's face it, you don't want to be walking down the Esplanade all gorgeous and well-coordinated with him looking like a geek. So is it really all about you? Joanne always packs the cases. Mick tells her what he's wearing. She just packs it. Um, Danny doesn't. Just wears what Martine tells him to. <laughs> um, well, do you know what? Martine's got good taste. She does. So maybe she knows exactly what's going to look good on him. I blame your mothers. You had this spoilt rotten. You grew up and you couldn't do it yourself. The ring was done for you. 
sure would all be the same. Um, Carolyn, you were talking about Lanzarote one time, let me see, about Cafe La Ola. This was all happening on Christmas Day. Tell me more, Tricia. Tell me more. Heading to Donegal for four days of the weekend. Three boxer shorts, four pairs of socks, two pairs of jeans, four t-shirts, pair of shorts, if lucky with this weather, sand shoes and dress shirt for going out. That's the list I've given my missus. She always packs, you see, even you're coming out to say it. You're not even ashamed to say it, Simon. It's normal for you, isn't it? I can't get my head around it. Are there any men, I'm sure there are plenty, I want to hear from you, that pack for their women? Everybody! Dominic checking in from Omaha, Nebraska says, I've been with my wife 24 years when we're getting ready to go out and when she says, are you wearing that? That actually means you're not going out wearing that. <laughs> well, she's got a calling. Hitting the cinema this weekend. Michael from Movie House Cinemas gave MJ his top picks of the weekend's new flicks, including all-action sequel, The Expendables 4. Thursday morning, movie morning. Michael McAdam is with us from Movie House Cinemas. Good morning. How many we got this week? Do you know, there's four films on the release this week. There's something, well, not quite for everybody. Um, but we're going to kick off with The Expandables 4. And I'm laughing at this because this is the fourth time the Sylvester Stallone Circus are... I think you did that going. as a Freudian slip there, The Expandables, because <laughs> they probably are at their age getting a bigger waistline. <laughs> yeah, The Expandables, what can I say? They're great. I mean, Sylvester Stallone, um, Jason um, Stratham, and a Man, you little bit tongue twisted this morning. It's really good because Jason um, has, has got real presence on the screen. And in fact, in this particular movie, while this was something that Sylvester Stallone brought, I think it was 2010. Um, he's actually backing off it now, and Jason's going to take over. Jason, in fact, was one of the producers. Um, but, you know, the great thing about... Like, this is popcorn and coke. The critics absolutely hate this film, but I would be saying to you, as some of the critics have said, it's all about the popcorn and coke. It's all about just going and have a bit of fun. Leave and your you, bread at home and enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, but you can see the actors are already enjoying themselves as well. And, and, that's, and that's part of the fun of it. And so when everybody starts, stops taking it so serious and, and taking it for what it is, it turns out to be, you know, two hours of, of, of just simply great entertainment. And the, the, what else we do is, you know, they keep it interesting by introducing new characters. And this time we've got Megan Fox, Andy Garcia, um, and 50 Cent already joined the crew. So it is what it is. It's the fourth time out. It may be the last time, certainly for Sylvester, is what we're saying. But um, is there going to be a fifth? Well, I don't know. We'll wait and see. But anyway, there we go. Another film which opens this week, which I must admit, I really fancy this one. It's called Dumb Money. It's a 15th certificate. Uh, Paul Dano and Seth Rogen uh, among the, uh, the cast in this. Now, this is an ultimate David versus Goliath tr- tale. It's, it's based on a true story. There's a, there, in almost, on all of the shopping malls, there's, there's a video store. There was a video store called GameStop. So, I don't know a great deal about this dog exchange stuff that I lost a lot of money on it, as a lot of people did many, many years ago. But there's a situation where you can short, you, you can buy a stock and hope that it goes up in value, or you can short a stock, okay? And 
when, when this young man happened to see that that GameStop, that he he really fancied GameStop, and he was a blogger, and he said, "Look, I put all my money into this," and all the people who were watching his blog did the same thing. The big guys in America went the opposite way, and they decided to short the stock, but they got it wrong. And all of a sudden, this guy and his friends are making millions upon millions while all the big pension funds are losing an absolute fortune. It may not be very funny, but I kind of like that kind of movie. It's out this week. What's um, it called? It's called Dumb Money. And I was going to say as well, if you like anything to do with stock market, there was a film out years ago I keep telling people to watch. You're probably available to downstream or to buy. It's called Margin Call. Another one based on the collapse of Wall Street. Okay. Very, very good indeed. Very, very good. Now, he was, he is the host of the Late Late Show. Patrick Kilty is out this week in a film from Bolly Walter called Bolly Walter. Uh, once again, a 15 certificate, all 15s this week. And um, Patrick's in his first uh, dramatic role. It's, he, in the film, he's playing, he's playing a character called Shane who's got a well, he's a he's a budding stand-up um, comedian. I mean, we know him as a comedian, but in this, he's starring as a guy who 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 goes to uh, lessons in Belfast on on how to be a stand-up comedian. I remember seeing those lessons in the Empire when he was trying to be a stand-up comedian <laughs> <laughs> many moons ago. And the gift of Bolly Walter, he takes a taxi each week, and this is a relationship between him and, and, and the taxi driver. We played it a few weeks ago on Cinema Saturday, and it played very very well. I think it's going to play particularly well um, all through Ireland and the fact that, you know, given given the fact that he's such a big star now on Late Late Show, I think it's going to certainly help it. And finally, if you've got kids out there, they want to go to the pictures, mommy, what's on, we've seen everything. Well, the Canterville Ghost is out this week. It's, it's animated. It's about an American family moving into Canterville Chase, a stately country mansion that's haunted. But it's a 15. It's not a 15. Oh, no. This one, this is for the kids. It's I thought said they were all 15s. It's PG. No, just the first three this okay. week. The first three. So the three films again, which are 15s, are Dumb Money, Expendables 4, and Bully Walter. And for the kids and the families, we've got the Canterville Ghost with a PG. Thank you, Michael. Linda brightened up a theory Thursday on Drive. By joining Johnny, discuss Mr Hero's showering habits, as well as their usual round of wholesome hilarity. OK. Johnny Hero here on U105 Drive. Johnny, uh, dedicate that Elvis song to Dazzler, working hard in Brook Taxis. That's impossible. Nobody works hard in Brook Taxis. Aye. Right. Um, Arlinda's in. Hello. Hey, <laughs> how's it going? All right, dead on. Good, now, good. Sorry, if it, I have a cup of tea here, mm-hmm. and it's a lovely cup of tea. I hate that when you're interrupted. Yeah, so I didn't want to, didn't want to set it down, then go back to it, and it's got a skin, and it's all. I, meh, I know, made, so. I made that tea, and I made it with love, mm-hmm. so that's why. Good oh, it's just a tea. lovely cup of tea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The thing is, I could ask you to go and get me another and one, it but it'll be not the be the same. No, no, no. 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 Right. It's like, it's like the second bottle of vodka I find isn't the same. <laughs> <laughs> right. I have to ask you something. Mm-hmm. I've been meaning to ask this for ages. I was standing in the shower today, mm-hmm. shaving my ears, mm-hmm. right, as you do. Mm-hmm. And then I realised, what am I doing shaving my ears? Mm-hmm. Did everybody shave it? It's become a thing because there's that much hair growing out of my ear. I actually stand before I get to the gub. Mm-hmm. I'll just really? trim, trim the ears there. The thing is... Whenever, What's this about shaving your ears? I, whenever you, and I, I look at everybody's ears going, oh, he's got hairy ears. <laughs> whenever oh, she's got a hairy nose. Whenever you, know? whenever you get older, you start growing... I mean, I've had to shave my toes. 
<laughs> Why, is there, is there hurry to inspectors out? You're going to get stopped in the street. Take the sandals off now. <laughs> Up against that wall. Sarge, hurry Listen. back to where? <laughs> I mean, there's people who will deny, deny that as we speak. Yeah. Shaving your toes? There's things that you do in private, and I'm telling you, when you get older, you have to shave your toes. <laughs> but you don't talk about them on the radio. <laughs> shaving your toes. But you're just well, you know that's, that's, your, that's your, your whole balance rack then, uh-huh. you know? You can't you, you need the hair on your toes for balance. They're like cat's whiskers. They oh, help, you get, know, they help no. you get in and out of a room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was starting to shave my ears. And I've been doing this for ages, and I meant to say this before. Yes. So I do look at people's ears. And I, mm. How does he not shave his ears? Look, that's like a boy growing out of that. How does he hear anything? But then, then men have hairy nose. I know. Nose. That's why in the Turkish barbers, they put the that up and they go... Quack. I know. Mm. But I, do, I try and deal with that as well. I yeah. don't like a hairy nose. Oh, do you do that yourself? Yes. Do you? Oh, and then your eyes go, <laughs> you know. Well, I'm going to give you a hint. Right? See, see <laughs> no, I'll, I'll give you a I'm always getting shattered at in our house for anything, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. So it'll be, stop picking your nose. And, and I will fully justify by going, I'm not picking my nose. I'm, I'm pulling not, hers out oh, of it. Oh, no. <laughs> and, then, and then Lisa says, but you think that's all right? <laughs> That's okay. Well, you're watching TV. Sitting watching TV with our dinner. And you're <laughs> you know what? That's how you know. You should tell me thing. How do you know uh, you're so comfortable with someone? And get says, people to fill that in underneath. Says, I can't believe it. You think that's okay? <laughs> I am not picking my nose out. Have you know? <laughs> do you know another thing? I'm going, right. See, in the summer when ladies wear those, um, what do you call them? ankle grazer trousers mm-hmm. so a whole lot of times you just don't have the time you're busy running here and there women are busy with kids in school so they'll just shave the bottom bit of their ankle <laughs> up to the bottom of the trousers do not <laughs> yes I do Whoa. I bet you people get in touch and say, yes, that's exactly what Tara's I Tara's been in touch and she says, I'm with Linda, toes are deceptively hairy. Yes. But then Tara lives in a hot press where it's warm. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, the, yeah. Uh, who else? Uh, no, but I, I thought about the ears because I see men with it and I'm thinking, whoa, what about ear hygiene? Mm. It just looks brutal. Men have a wee bushes growing out of their uh, ears. Holy sausage, but then... Wait, hold on. I'm going to say this for an ear. Look, really? See. Look. Hold on. Hold on. God's sake. I don't even have my glasses on. Look, look, it's a clean ear. Look. Look at that. How did you get in there with a the razor? <coughs> see? Proper. A clean ear. I was going to say. <laughs> ear like a baby's bum. <laughs> but how did you get in there with a the razor? Oh, you have to footer about and all. And it's, really? a, it's a battery razor, so it, go, ah. it jiggles and all. And, and it's funny. Because of the bristles, you can hear them going because <laughs> <laughs> it's right at your ear. <laughs> is it like a? It's really satisfying. Is it really for your ears? No, it's not. No. What's oh, <laughs> just an angle and you know? Yeah. Then how did you um, get up your nose? That's not for radio. Oh, I'm only saying. No, only there's saying. there's things. You know? There's contraptions. There's contraptions. <laughs> the nose letter four thousand. I sent yeah. away for one. Do you know what? There, there probably there probably are contraptions out there to do do those things. I was things. going to say something to you. Hold on a second. Uh, oh yes, yes. Uh, so we get older and we grow unnecessary hair because mm-hmm. oh, all of a sudden your ears and nose need protected from things. <laughs> you know, you're old now. Have some hair. The other thing is, your earlobes continue to grow. No, no. Again, I will, I will, you know. Have you got a big ear? Just, just one big ear? I would just say, um, you know, 
Item number one on the agenda, my lud. Look at that fern here, Luke. Say that. He's showing me his but, ear. But, but look, <laughs> you could hang a bin lid on it. <laughs> I never noticed that before. <laughs> I want everybody to go and look at their earlobes if you're a certain age. Look at the size of them. I want them to look at your earlobes. <laughs> Imagine me getting in to get that pierced. Don't need a kango hammer. <laughs> what would you like hung on it? A wheelie bin? <laughs> So, so it's the getting older, uh, earlobes. Mm-hmm. Everything falls. Everything falls down. <laughs> Excuse me. Everything falls down. Do you know your knees? Do you know Demi Moore had a knee lift, and this was donkeys years ago because her knees were falling down. I go wait a minute. Your knees fall down. Your knees don't but, fall but down. They don't literally fall down. What is your kneecap slip or something? The look, the look. So she had to get. She had to get them lifted. Whatever it was, she, the appearance of them. She had her knees done with um with stuff. <laughs> she got her she got her knees done. Should live over here. <laughs> so uh, the, the, everything's fallen south, and then the, you lose hair on your head, which is madness. Right, I think it's Phil's been in touch. I go to the Turkish barbers for the head shave and nose wax, and then they set your ears on fire. It's brilliant. <laughs> no, sounds class. <sighs> and then you get a bigger nose. Yes, you do. Yeah, your nose grows as well. Mm. Uh, oh, I mean, because again, what what is Mother Nature thinking? I don't know. Look at the hack of this guy. I think he needs a bigger nose and massive earlobes <laughs> and hair everywhere just to help him survive in this climate. <laughs> you know what's going on with the world that nature thinks you need but all you know this. What it is? Just, oh, by the way, and see his sister, hairy toes. There you go. <laughs> you know what it is? As the the decades, the human the human body's meant to progress and and get better, but I think we must have stopped in the evolution scale at some point, and then that was it. You know, mm. the mind got better, but the other things... Maybe you needed donkeys years ago in the Stone Age. You needed hairy years when you got older. Or, you yeah, the problem they say years ago, but they didn't get older. Ah. You know, somebody old was 30, <laughs> you know. Oh, no. uh-huh. yeah. oh, well, sorry about that. Mm-hmm. Right, Jim and Una and Finnegy says, Yes, Johnny, your ears and nose grow throughout your life. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Mm-hmm. And do you use the same razor for your legs as your toes and under your arms? <laughs> Hmm. Same razor for everywhere. Mm-hmm. And do you use the uh, the partner's razor and he doesn't know? <laughs> <coughs> I will tell you something. Uh, I will speak for the men yes. listening here. Uh-huh. A man will use the same razor for everything. Mm-hmm. And that includes cutting the garden and <laughs> taking the skin off chicken. and you, you, you name it, whatever it is. A man, women will have... A selection of razors. Yes, yes. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but men will just use the same one for everything. And I mean everything. Because really? they're dirty brutes. Mm. Anyway, when are you ruining your own show? Oh, sorry. Tomorrow night between 7 and 12 and Saturday and Sunday. Okay, thank you. All right, bye-bye. It's Why did she have my dose? Thanks for listening to this week's U105 of the Best. For a lot more like it, listen in during the week on FM, on DAB, on the U105 app, u105.com and on your smart speaker for Northern Ireland's best mix U105